Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. What the Hades is this? Uh, how is this not a huge story? How? What's that? What do you mean? What's this? What are you talking about? What's the this and the what's this? There is a proposal out there by the big tech totalitarians to basically fingerprint your computer. Fingerprint. Not like actually fingerprint like the dust like we're used to in the Starsky and Hutch thing. Like, hey, lift the print, Starsky. No, no. I mean like put a digital fingerprint on your computer. Why would they want to do that? Uh, wouldn't be much of a use to ban your social media account if you could then get your conservative ideas out there elsewhere. But what if, what if they could fingerprint your actual computer and shut you down at your CPU? Oh, that would be really incredibly bad, wouldn't it? We are descending into total censorship, Soviet Union-style madness. Don't worry, I've got the details coming up on the show today. They've now banned six Dr. Seuss books. We are descending into total madness. I got an email from a listener too just now before the show, Brian, who uh, woke me up a little bit. Folks, it is... I cannot emphasize to you enough. We have got to get back in this fight stat. We're descending into total madness at a rapid pace. Today's show brought to you by our friends at ExpressVPN. For peace of mind, online, get a VPN today. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. I've got that. I've also got, I found some footage of my debate I talk about all the time with the Maryland Attorney General years ago on gun control. I promise you're going to love it. Two quick segments from that showing you how little these liberals know about guns, gun control, and the dreaded air quotes assault weapons. Don't miss it. All right. As I said, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. All you need to do to surf the internet privately is turn on incognito mode in your browser. And we're supposed to trust big tech with solutions to our online privacy, right? <laughs> Not wrong. Big time wrong. Doesn't matter what browser mode you use or how often you clear your browsing history. Your ISP, internet service provider, can see every single website you've ever visited and they can sell your data to advertisers. That's why I use ExpressVPN to keep my online data secure and private. ExpressVPN makes sure your ISP and third-party trackers cannot see your online activity and location. More important now than ever. It does it by rerouting your connection to a secure encrypted server. In fact, ExpressVPN protects all of your data regardless of whether you use incognito mode. ExpressVPN, as you covered with easy-to-use apps for computers and mobile devices, you can use them on the uh, internet and confidence. You just tap one button, you are then protected. ExpressVPN is the fastest, most trusted VPN on the market. That's why I use it. They're rated number one by CNET and Wired. Protect your online activity today with the VPN I trust to keep uh, my information private. Gee and Joe, too, now, because ExpressVPN was nice enough to give them one. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino, and you get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. Go today. All right, Joe, let's go. All right, what in Hades is this thing? Let's get right to it. This article in Breitbart by the great Alam Bakari, who I interviewed on my show, who has been all over big tech tyranny. Folks, if this article doesn't scare the living 
Mm -mm, out of you. Daylights will keep it family friendly out of you. I don't know what will. Alan Bakari, Breitbart. This is in the show notes, by the, uh, by the way. If you don't read today's show notes, I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're out of the loop. You got to read this story. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's right there, right at the top of the show notes. Alan Bakari, Microsoft and friends want to destroy online privacy. Gosh, that doesn't sound good. Oh. That sounds really bad. Um, what exactly are they doing? I'll get to that in a second here. But, you know, liberal big tech tyranny step number one, Joe, was let's just get those <laughs> troublesome conservatives. Remember Scooby-Doo? <laughs> meddling little kids. Let's get those meddling, troublesome conservatives, libertarians and Republicans off the internet. You know how we do it? We use our big tech buddies, Twitter and Facebook, and we can just ban, sanction and throttle their accounts. YouTube as well. I've got more stories on this in a second. We can get Amazon to ban books. Tan, that's not happening. No, it's happening right now. Like right now. Like as we speak, but I've got a better idea. Amazon banning books, Apple banning parlor, Google banning parlor, Twitter banning accounts, YouTube pulling videos down. Sounds kind of totalitarian to me, but you know, leftists of course love that because they're communist. Uh, they're turned into communist sleaze. A lot of these leftists, totalitarian thugs, right? But there's a better way to do this, Joe, a better way. Leave it to the big tech tyrants to do the communist Chinese work for them every single time. What if you just didn't get to ban books? What if you got to ban conservatives from using their computers altogether by tracing any material they put out right back to them? My gosh, that sounds really bad. How is this not a story again? Let's get to what they're actually doing here. Breitbart, Alan Bakari, quote, against stiff competition, the alliance of tech and media giants has devised a plan that may constitute big tech's most brazen power grab yet. Oh, you think? According to Microsoft's press release, Joe, they released this. That's the crazy part. They actually released this. They're happy about this. It has partnered with several other organizations to form the <laughs> Orwellian named Coalition for Content Provenance, Provenance and Authenticity. Jeez. It sounds like a Star Wars character. The C2PA, cousin to C3PO. So the C2PA, put simply, the purpose of this organization is to devise a system whereby all content, listen to me, folks. Listen to me, folks. Whereby all content on the internet can be traced back to its author. Now. If you're a totalitarian thug, you love that idea. Yes, troublesome thoughts. We should be able to trace all of that stuff. Ha, this sounds great. Now, Guy's kind of new here, but he had a great idea this morning. You know, he comes in. By the way, anything you tell me is fair game for the show, unless you tell me otherwise. Guy's sitting right there. I just want you to know that's a rule. Email too. If you email me, it's fair game unless you tell me not to say it. Then I'll never say it. So I'm sure it's okay, right? But Guy said to me this morning, I got a good idea because you've had an interesting life. You know, uh, he listens to the Jocko podcast. Jocko Willink, who was a guest on my show once, who's a fascinating guy. He says, you know, you should tie some of your life stories to stuff and these kind of videos we do and all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. But it this particular story reminded me of my young years when the Secret Service, when I found out that computer printers leave a digital fingerprint on whatever you print. I mean, one of the reasons it was done in and the Secret Service 
probably enjoyed this in our younger days was because if you printed a counterfeit note using a computer printer, it made it easier to track it back to an actual printer. And you know, the first thing I thought when I heard that, even as a young man, I thought, Joe, that's kind of scary. What if I print information about the government, uh, you know, uh, and the government doesn't like it? Does that mean they can trace that too? I remember even as a young man thinking, I'm not so sure I like that. I like the whole idea of, you know, privacy and, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was a computer printer. Now imagine your entire computer, anything coming out of it, they could trace it back to you. Oh, this story gets worse. Let's go to screenshot number two. Oh, oh. According to Microsoft, which is proud of this, the coalition, the C2PA, was created for a single purpose, to stop the spread of disinformation. Here we go, Armacost, disinformation, <laughs> i.e. conservative thought, which in modern establishment journal speak means information that challenges establishment narratives. Disinformation, based on how the word is used today, might as well be called dissident information. Remember what I said yesterday, real, real renegades and dissidents will never, ever have a safe space. What side are you on? You the conformist or are you the dissident? Goes on. According to Microsoft's press release, the coalition has been established, quote, listen to this nightmare of a paragraph Microsoft is so proud of. It's established, the C2PA, quote, to address the prevalence of disinformation, misinformation, and online content fraud through developing technical standards for certifying the source and history of provenance of media content. Wow, fingerprinting your computer to combat, quote, disinformation. My gosh, ladies and gentlemen, we are descending into total madness at an exponentially growing pace. And if you can't engage in the fight now, then please step aside and stop wasting oxygen on people who will, because this is really, really dangerous. Now, of course, the media is involved in this, too. The media, I thought they were for freedom of speech. Ha! That's hilarious. The verdict is in. You're an idiot. You thought the media was for freedom of speech? Maybe like a hundred years ago, that's all gone now. The media with their liberal buddies are the primary advocates against big R, God-given rights and free speech. They love totalitarianism. Here's the third part of this Breitbart piece. If you don't read this, I'm really sorry. I can't help you. You got to read this piece. If you don't go to my show notes, just go to Breitbart, look it up. It's not about the clicks. It's about the knowledge. The precursor to this coalition, Joe, Project Origin, included the New York Times, the BBC, the CBC, and Radio Canada. Their, mis their mission statement. Here it is, Joe, declares Project Origin. You know, the media's involved. Misinformation. Misinformation, by the way, hilarious. They should say conservative thought. Misinformation is a growing threat to the integrity of the information ecosystem. Having a provable source of origin for media. <laughs> they want to track you. They're not even hiding it. And knowing it has not been tampered with en route will help to maintain confidence in news from, <laughs> Joe, trusted providers. Of course. Oh Folks, what, what, what do we got to do? What do we have to do? To I'm not, I'm not talking to you. You're watching my show. You're obviously engaged. You're involved. You understand the fight we're in. But what do we have to do? to wake the, 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 the napping masses out there. So what did someone tell me this weekend? I was at CPAC. I'm sorry to the guy I was talking to who said this to me. I met a lot of people. 
But he said to me, the biggest problem in America right now, this is a great line. Everybody get ready that cotton out of the ears for a moment. He said, it's intellectual obesity. I said, that's the greatest line ever. I, I love that. Whoever told me that at CPAC, forgive me, I forget. That was a genius line. How, how do you get, you know, obese? How do you get obese? You eat, you take in calories and you don't move or do anything. How do you get intellectually obese? You take in a lot of information, but you do nothing about it. And you sit there and you slowly die. A little bit of yourself dies off each and every day. Folks, I'm listen, man, I'm I'm not I'm not screwing around with you. I don't got time for that anymore. You have got to get in this fight. Dan, stop wearing this out. No, 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 I'm not. You don't the people listening who are in the fight right now don't need it. But the people who aren't, if you're not, what are you waiting for? You're waiting for your library to clean out its contents and literally start burning the books? No, that won't happen, Dan. You, you sure about that? You're waiting for the police to knock on your door because Project Origin and the C2PA found a digital fingerprint of a PDF file you created criticizing the government's voting procedures? Oh, Dan, that won't happen. Really? You sure about that? Folks, it's not just that we're descending into total madness and authoritarianism. That's, that's obvious. If you don't believe that, tune out now. The show's not for you. Please, seriously, stop sucking up bandwidth on the internet. I, I don't need your views. It's not just that we're descending into total authoritarian madness. It's that it's happening at a rate, at a rate of speed. I didn't even think was possible. I thought it, I thought it would take more time. I knew we were heading down this road. Totalitarianism, uh, authoritarianism, the new socialism. I knew we were headed down this road. But being entirely candid with you, I did not think it would happen this fast. Folks, we are descending into madness. Madness. There is a consortium of media and big tech people who want to develop a system to basically fingerprint the CPU on your computer to track and control, quote, misinformation and disinformation, and that doesn't concern you at all? How many times have I warned on this show that the very hallmark of communist totalitarian regimes is what? Is what? What's the... Forget about the economic. Well, there's very little difference between economics and politics if you read Hayek. But putting that aside for a minute, what is it? If you had to put one single big blue ribbon on socialism and describe on that ribbon what socialism and totalitarianism is, what is, what is it? It's the blurring of the lines between the private and the public self. In a freedom-loving society, one where individual God-given rights are respected. That's not the society we live in anymore, sadly. Sadly. Really sadly. There is a line between the private and the public self. When you're in your house with your family, when you're at a private event with friends, you assume that your thoughts and your conversations, that these are private, that you can speak freely. You have the right to speak freely, speak freely, that you have the right to assemble. You have the right to petition your government. You assumed all that was real. You had that private self where you could live that private life. 
And then there are things you do in public that are different. The private you and the public you are entirely different. When you're out on the, you know, the beltway in Washington, D.C. in your car, you know, you do things different. You don't pick your nose in the car. Most of the time, once in a while, you'll see it. But why? Because you're like, gosh, someone would see that. Well, why does it matter? Because you'd be embarrassed and you don't want to do it. Imagine you felt you were being watched all the time in your house, your computer, your fingerprint on your computer, every email you sent, your cameras could be hacked into at any time, cameras in your house and elsewhere. Imagine that feeling. You don't have to imagine it. You could move to Cuba now or North Korea or other totalitarian regimes. Oh my gosh, Dan, that's not coming here. You sure? Because we're doing the work for the Chinese and the North Koreans right now, but we're doing it in conjunction with big tech and the media that wants to make sure they know every single thing that happens on your computer. That's a conspiracy theory. Really? Microsoft put out a press release. Is that a conspiracy theory too? Alan Bakari's just making all that up. What if there was no more private self? What if the private you was a public you every single time? You cool with that? Being watched and monitored everywhere, your travel habits through your easy pass and your sun pass, every single PDF you create, every email you send, every, every, every website you visit. You okay with that? Everything being able to trace back to you by people who can randomly declare what you say, disinformation or misinformation. You okay with that? Folks, we are descending into total madness. I've said it now 10 times. At a, at a pace so dramatically compressed from what I thought that I don't know what tomorrow will bring and it scares the hell out of me. Okay, so what do you do? We've got to re-engage in this fight. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can, take your business, take yourself, and get the hell out of these liberal states as soon as you can. Immediately. As soon as you can. If you can, if it's even possible, get out. We could use the reinforcements down here in places like Florida and Texas, where governors down here are actually taking action against these big tech tyrants right now. We need the backup. We need the support. But second, you can start engaging in this fight today by doing these things. Supporting solid candidates in primaries right now who understand that cancel culture, totalitarianism, big tech tyranny, and election reform are the two issues that matter. You can get involved right now. Seek them out. Get to your local conservative club tomorrow. That's how I wound up here today. I got pissed off after the election of Barack Obama, found myself in the Elephant Club in Severna Park, Maryland the next day. That's why I'm here talking to you right now. The Elephant Club. We did six members. I was the seventh. That's all they had. That's how I got involved. That's why I'm talking to you right now. There's no more sitting this out. Brian, who emails me regularly, he's a listener from Wisconsin, brought up something to me this morning. Well, Dan, we need all, everyone. No, no, we, we don't. I'd love that. That's why I'm trying to motivate you to do something and stop talking about it. We need to do stuff. The do matters. I said it in the CPAC speech. Talk is great. I talk for a living. The do matters. I did it. I ran for office. I started this show. I've started alternative platforms. I'm not speaking with forked tongue. I'm out there doing it. I've got more plans coming next. I'll announce soon. I'm not done. You have to help me. You have to help everyone. The do matters. Brian reminded me in his email. 
that it was less than 3% of American patriots who stood up for liberty and freedom in the American Revolution and took down the most powerful army in the history of the world at that time, the British Empire. 3%. And he reminded me that it was less than 10% of colonials that helped fund them. Three out of every hundred people, three out of every hundred people fought for liberty and freedom and defeated the largest empire in the world. The most powerful army in the history of humankind at that time. Three. Our fight is different. We don't need, violence is a leftist thing. That's not our thing. Our fight is different. Our fight is a lot easier than their fight. So there's no excuses. Let's pick it up. Let's get candidates right now. Let's pick up our businesses and our people and get out of these liberal states as soon as possible and move where freedom and liberty are respected. Let's do what we can to not support companies that support this kind of thing. Let's get off Amazon. Amazon censoring books. Let's stop buying books from Amazon. Twitter censors your account. Stop posting on Twitter. Again, I'm not asking you to do all of this. I understand people for their own reasons have to stay someplace, but there's one of them you can pick. Send a letter to Microsoft. 3%. I don't know how accurate that number is. Ryan's a smart guy, but 3%. We need to get up and re-engage now or you're not going to have a country left. This is really terrifying. This totalitarian madness we're descending into. All right, I've got more. I've got some examples ahead. I've also got some video I want to get to of, again, it's a gun confiscation measure now being pushed by Joe Biden. It just never stops. The assaults on your liberty and freedom happen every day. Um, Don't go anywhere. I've also got some immigration video too that's worth seeing. Uh, Let me take a quick break for our sponsor. Today's show brought to you again by our friends at Raycon. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm always looking at a screen now more than ever. You an avid news watcher or you're in serious need of a distraction, unplugging yourself is easier said than done. One of my favorite ways to <coughs> excuse me, rest my eyes and get the content I'm itching for is by putting in my, these are, are my actual earbuds here, uh, my Raycon wireless earbuds and listening to something great. Here's one of the other reasons I like them. I'm on calls all day about projects I'm working on, if you know what I mean. Folks, I just don't want the phone near my ear all the time, so I use mine. These are mine. Right there, all nice and charged and ready. Look how cool they are, too. They fit in my ear. They're the only ones that don't fall out. That's why I love them. Whether you're catching up in your favorite news podcast, you're on a conference call, you're binging on some, binging on some tunes or an audio book, you're working out, whatever it may be, a pair of Raycons in your ears makes all the difference. They look cool, too. No dangling wires, no stems to get in your way. Raycon comes in a range of stylish uh, colors but always with a comfortable in-ear fit for a more discreet look. Raycons are built to perform anywhere, anytime. They're water and sweat resistant. Construction and Bluetooth pairs quickly and seamlessly. I did it like that. And with enough battery life for six hours of playtime, you can unplug for a while, listen to some tunes on a flight, which is what I do too. The best part, Raycon makes great sound accessible to everyone with wireless earbuds starting at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycon's offering 15%, 15% off all their products for my listeners. And here's what you've got to you gotta do to get it. Go to this website. You ready? Buyraycon.com slash Bongino. That's it. 
You'll get 15% off your entire Raycon order, so feel free to grab a pair and get a spare. Get some for every every member of your family. They're really cool. 15% off at buyraycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash Bongino, buyraycon.com slash Bongino. These are really cool. Take them, check them out. All right, let's get back to the show. So, yeah, total madness at a rate I never expected in my life. I mean, where are our liberal friends on this? Look at these stories I'm going to power through here quickly. Where are our liberal friends on this, like the ACLU and others who claim to have fought for liberty and freedom? I mean, remember that movie, that Michael Douglas movie? What was it? The American President? Was that the movie where the whole ACLU thing comes up? He's obviously a liberal president. It's about him dating this woman, Annette Benning. And at one point, he's lecturing the Republican candidate for president in the movie. And he's like, I'm a member of the ACLU, Bob. Why aren't you? And everybody's like, hey, what, what, what happened to that? Hollywood liberals, even fake liberal presidents like Michael Douglas, being all for like American civil liberties. That's what ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, used to stand for. Where, where are they? Where are they in all this? You're totally cool with Microsoft and others tracking your information back to your source so there's no misinformation. You're cool cool with that? What about this one? You cool with this story from the New York Post? Amazon turns from bookseller to censor by dropping transgenderism book. Post editorial board be in the show notes today. Amazon's now not publishing books with, quote, unapproved ideas, folks. Joe, unapproved thoughts and words will not be allowed on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, I just heard today, too. I'll probably get into a little more of this tomorrow. Not sure. But apparently six Dr. Seuss books will now no longer be printed either for, quote, racist imagery. So rather than reading the Dr. Seuss books and explaining the imagery to your kids in a nuanced tone so they understand the history of where the country was and depictions over time of people rather than explaining that. No, no, let's just ban them outright. It's not a joke. There are six Dr. Seuss books that are now not going to be published anymore. We are now in not just the book burning. Book burning would be easier because book on our psyches, because at least the book would be printed first. So, Joe, you could tackle someone before they burned it and maybe save a few seared pages. No, no. Now that this is worse than book burning. Now we're not even publishing them anymore. What about this story? Epic Times, again, in the show notes today. YouTube suspends Rudy Giuliani over, quote, their election integrity policy and his nicotine use. Oh, my gosh. Can't have that. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. You can't have that. That's kind of, that's just uh, nicotine use. Here's a screenshot from that piece. YouTube. We're now, again, unapproved thoughts, folks. Unapproved thoughts and words. Can't have that. A YouTube spokeswoman said in a statement to Bloomberg and other outlets said they removed Giuliani's content channel for violating their sale of regulated goods policy, which prohibits content facilitating the use of nicotine. Ah, oh, oh, and there's an end here. And our presidential election integrity policy. Talk about the election using unapproved thoughts. YouTube's coming for you too. I'm sure Microsoft's all in on that one. But don't worry, the media loves it. Here's another gem I have in the show notes today. Epic Times making a number of appearances in the show notes today. House Democrats attempt to pressure TV carriers could trigger a lawsuit. Alan Dershowitz, article by uh, Zachary Steiber in the Epic Times. What's this about? 
Well, a couple of tyrant totalitarian communist House Democrats sent a letter to the cable carrier saying, hey, what are you doing? Cancel, uh, uh, excuse me, carrying Fox News, Newsmax, OAN and others. You know, these are unapproved thoughts and statements. Here are the two communists, Representative Jerry McNerney from California and a shocker, shocker, Joe, they're from California and <laughs> communist number two. Uh, you remember what is it? Number one and two, Dr. Seuss, right? One and two. And Anna S. Jew, another communist, sent a letter to 12 carriers, cable news carriers, urging them to deplatform or otherwise take action against Fox News, Newsmax, and OAN for spreading misleading information about the January 6th Capitol breach. Notice she didn't send a letter asking to deplatform CNN for promoting the pee-pee hoax and the collusion hoax. No, 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 because those are approved, those are approved thoughts. So if you read the story, Alan Dershowitz, who's a Harvard-trained lawyer, Dershowitz is a liberal, by the way. Dershowitz is like, hey, that sounds awfully a, like a, a lot like a First Amendment violation. Government officials pressuring a private company to sanction speech that they can't formally sanction themselves because of that troublesome thing, Joe, called the First Amendment. That sounds like a threat. Dershowitz even says it. He says, listen, in that letter, that's not a question. That's a threat. He says that comes with a potential lawsuit for a declaratory judgment, at least saying Congress has no authority to, to tell or suggest or even imply to cable operators they should take people off the air as a result of content. Someone want to sue? Can we get someone to sue, please, immediately? Is that possible? Can we get someone to sue right now? We're descending into total madness right in front of our eyes. Here's another one. Here's a professor. I have to use the air quotes there, professor, because, you know, professor, they're, they're only professing their allegiance to totalitarianism. Here's a professor, Dr. Sarah T. Roberts. Doc, very sounds very formal, Joe. Dr. Sarah T. Roberts. No. Got to throw the middle initial in there, too. She is on uh, social media, and she put out that she's a verified blue checkmark account on Twitter, so that means she's smarter than you and I, Joe. We're just idiots. What do we know, right? You know, Substack, where journalists who are fired for unapproved thoughts can go to publish their thoughts because they don't have to be approved by an editor. Sorry, I think I something in my notes. Um, Sarah T. Roberts doesn't like Substack because they're unapproved thoughts. And, you know, she's part of the word police, of course. And she says Substack is a dangerous direct threat to traditional news media. But more importantly, it's a threat to journalism. Listen to the liberals who listen to this show. I know there's a lot of you. Do you not understand you are being played for suckers? Do you not understand that dangerous, potentially violent, totalitarian thugs are eager to rip your very right to exist away from you and they are using you and your political animus towards Donald Trump and conservatives as useful idiots to implement a very dark future that you will look back on one day and say, my gosh, how did we get here? How did we get here? You did it. You didn't have the guts to stand up and say, this, this doesn't sound right. Tracking people's computers and fingerprinting them to track misinformation, pushing cable carriers off the air for unapproved thoughts, burning books before they're even allowed to exist by not allowing them to be published or sold on platforms, suspending people's video YouTube accounts because they had unapproved thoughts about an election. 
you know what? That, that really doesn't sound right. And liberals don't ask themselves hard questions because they're not very smart. But you think liberals would say to themselves, if this was such an effective strategy and we were on the right moral arc of history, then why aren't conservatives doing this to us? Why? Why aren't conservatives trying to have liberals booted off YouTube, liberal books burned, or not printed at all? Why, why isn't that happening? Why aren't conservatives the one pushing, uh, ones pushing for your computer to be basically fingerprinted so we can track your misinformation? Why aren't we doing that? The answer is because I'm proud to be a conservative. Chest out, shoulders back, chin high. You know why? We respect big R, God-given rights for everyone, even our political opponents. We have an emergency break on our behavior. It's the Lord Almighty. It's values and principles we believe in because of faith and family. Our ideology prevents us from attacking you and your big R God-given rights because they're not big R God-given rights if they only apply to conservatives and not liberals too. That's why we'll never do to you what you do to us. We can't. There's an emergency break in our behavior. But if you're a radical leftist, there's no emergency break on your behavior. Your God is government. And whatever power and tools and force and violence they have to use to get what they want, you'll support it because there's nothing stopping you. Your quest for power is not limited by anything. There's no emergency break in that car. It rolls downhill until it crashes. And when it crashes, you'll wonder what happened. And the answer is you happened because you weren't smart enough to realize you were being used to take away the rights of others. And when your rights became a casualty of war, you faux outrage. Oh, how did that, how did that, I didn't see it. I didn't see it coming. No, I, 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 I warned you. I, so did, I, we warned you on the show. You're descending into total madness. All right, I want to get to next. Talk about more rights going away. Your right to defend yourself. God forbid you had that, Joe. The liberals, defund the police. Also liberals, take away people's guns too, huh? Speaking of people in the fight with me, Patriot Mobile, happy to have them as a sponsor. You know me, taking on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and pretty much everyone else. Patriot Mobile's taking on the mobile provider swamp, which is deep, and they have some exciting news to share. Patriot Mobile just expanded their coverage, which will make it easier for Americans to dump the big name carriers who charge way too much and then donate money to leftists. I love being a partner with Patriot Mobile. They never send a penny to the left. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider for your phone. Plus, you can switch with confidence. They use the same network as the larger providers, but they charge much much less. So what's the downside? Switching is easy. There is no downside. Keep your phone number. Bring your own phone. Or buy a new one. Build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and save even more. Here's how you do it. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Or you can call their U.S.-based team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders, you save even more. This month, get free premiere activation, don't wait, where they set up the phone for you and the special gift with the offer code DAN. How do we get this great deal? PatriotMobile.com slash Dan, PatriotMobile.com slash Dan, or 972-PATRIOT. Call today. Don't wait. All right. Talking about other big R God-given rights that are evaporating at a uh, just exponentially growing pace here. Here's an article by the Washington Examiner being the show notes today. 
Biden's, quote, common sense gun law reforms make no sense by Tristan Hood, where they address the fact that Biden, again, wants to get rid of, here we go, Joe, assault weapons. So what do they mean by assault weapons? <laughs> yeah. Nobody on the left knows what assault weapons means, but that's intentional. Why? Why, why, why? The reason is the term sounds scary. Oh, my gosh, we don't want assault weapons in our community. Who wants that? That sounds terrible. But then when you ask him very simple questions like, well, golly, what, is actu what does that actually mean, an assault weapon? Because you want to ban it, I'd kind of like to know what it means, right? It's weird that they never really have a perimeter around what that means. Why? Why would that be? Because they want it to mean everything. An assault weapon will mean you're slingshot remember wrist rockets when you were a kid remember that oh, i had yeah, one of man. those loved them those were great i know caused a lot of trouble with that that'll be next that'll be an assault weapon next that's why they never put a fence around what it means now i found this video don't ask me how i have been talking about this on the show for five years and have never been able to locate it when i was a maryland political activist and candidate in the liberal uh soon-to-be communist state of maryland sadly I used to go on local shows and just debate the snot out of people. And it was so much fun. So this is a show I did with a guy, Joe Armacost knows a liberal activist named Billy mm. Murphy. Oh yeah. And another guy who was a state Senator at the time and later went on to be the attorney general of Maryland, a far left radical leftist Brian Frosch. This was a classic. I got two clips here. This is me going at it. If you can watch the video, by the way, the videos is, Video's a little tighter than the audio. Rumble.com slash Bongino. It adds more. You'll see my, my facial expressions are classic. I hate putting up clips of myself. I know self-praise things. But here's an example how to debate leftists because they're going to start coming for your assault weapon soon. Just ask them what it is. They have a really hard time. Check out clip one from this debate and watch this guy get really pissed as I ask him, hey, can you define an assault weapon? He has no idea. Check this out. Look, the assault weapon ban... And when it was national, saved lives. Maryland's assault weapon ban will save lives. There's no need for these military-style weapons for civilian use. Well, Senator Frosch is a lawyer. I'm assuming he's looked at the data. The DOJ's own study uh, says the exact opposite. I suggest you take a look at that. Uh, Mr. Murphy said something completely inaccurate. Uh, automatic weapons are not legal to purchase. Uh, you need a Class Three federal firearms license, so that's not an accurate statement. Semi-automatic weapons are legal, so that's just not accurate. And as for assault weapons, can you define what that is? Is there a non-assault weapon? Um, I'm unsure as to what exactly you're talking about. Come on, about. man. Let's be real. If you go in a oh, gun store and you ask for an assault weapon, the man's not going to have any problem understanding what you're saying. Really? It's what only it's only uh, well, right wing it. gun nuts explain that it. are taking this debate to an Notice extreme, he didn't answer my question. Hold an Dan. extreme Look, level. He didn't so let's, let, let's Danny, don't let's Danny, don't argue about Danny, the obvious. <laughs> I, listen, I hate. I you should never. There's a. Gee, would you agree, Paul? Let's take it, sir. Joe, isn't the golden rule of it you never play your own clips? You just don't. It looks like mm. a, hey, look at me. Pat yourself on the back. I'm sorry. I have to break that rule this time. That was one of my favorite debates. When I got off that set, that guy was so pissed. Joe knows him, by the way. <laughs> Not a bad, these aren't bad guys. They're no, just no. totalitarians. They no. want to take, but you know, they just, you know, maybe they are bigger. Who knows? But Joe knew him, whatever. Um, it's fascinating. He wants government power to use it to take away an item he can't even define. And then he's mad at me because I ask him. He's like, you're there, right wing, gug nuts. You got it. <laughs> you know exactly what it means. 
It doesn't matter if I know what it means. You want to take it away. What do you want to take? I don't know. Go to a gun store and ask him. Huh? What? <laughs> I have been looking for that clip forever. You have no idea. The guy's the attorney general of Maryland. Now, the other guy, not Billy Murphy. They want to ban something. They don't even know what it is. Then they cite studies that cite the opposite. The Department of Justice study on assault weapons conducted in the Clinton administration said the opposite of what Frosch was saying, that it had no effect on crime, the assault weapons ban. Just look it up. It was Clinton's justice. It's not hard to find. Use the interweb. I, that's why it started with, I'm like, this is hilarious. You're running for attorney general. You didn't even read the study you're citing? <laughs> this is why as a conservative, you only need like a, an IQ of 101 to beat a liberal in a debate because their IQs are 56. They just don't know anything. Here's part two to this. Um, th this by the way, this, oh, this was like an, uh, an hour show. It got more hostiles when I'm telling you, after it was over, they hated my guts. They couldn't get out of there quick enough because they were embarrassed. I want to ban an assault weapon. What is an assault weapon? Hell, if I know, go ask a gun shop guy. But you want to ban it. Here's part two of this. Check this out. Did you notice what I said at the beginning of the show? You were going to use emotion, not reason. Did you notice how the emotion kicked in? Never defined what an assault weapon is. Well, no, this is important. And then resorted to the right wing nut job, but never answered the question. They can't define what an assault weapon is because it's based strictly you on cosmetics. You're the only person in the United States Still who takes the, the view that you can't define what federal an assault weapon is. Federal law defines it. Federal law defines it. You still haven't defined it. It's defined in the state law. It's defined in state well, laws. What's well. the difference between an assault weapon who and a non-assault weapon? There is a difference. The people there is a the definition. Right arms care. Oh, give me a break. You're Why taking their rights. Look, look, all you have to do, all you have to do. Be is read the statute. Place. All you have to do is read the statute. Yeah, I the definition read, is in the statute. Well, tell us what it is. Why do I have to tell you if you, you can read it? We're going to go look for that statue. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I just know what it is. This is awesome. I, I should, I'm laughing at myself like it's not me. Like I wasn't yeah. there. I, I can't believe it. He wants to ban something at the federal level, citing a state statute. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know what it is. And then he says to me, why am I laughing at myself? You should never. I need a re retract. I need to retract this segment of the show with my own. I'm giving myself. Thank you. The, the retraction alpaca. You should never laugh at your own jokes. Retract this. to me. I can't help it. He says to me at one point, Joe, a reverse tautology. He goes, you must be the only person in America who don't know, doesn't know what an assault weapon is after not knowing what an assault weapon is. Then, did he miss that? Now, maybe there are two people in America, me and him, because he doesn't know either. <laughs> and he wants to ban it. He, he doesn't even know. Someone should ask the cognitively compromised Joe Biden to lay out the perimeter of what exactly an assault weapon is. Just a suggestion if Joe Biden ever answers a question ever during his entire presidency. Um, if he ever does a press conference again, someone should probably, yeah, I'm just going to throw that out there to the media, you know, the sane media, not the totalitarian C, C2PA cousin to C3PO media. I mean, like the real media journalists, like Peter Ducey. Maybe you want to ask him that. Like, what exactly is an assault? Can you define that exactly? Black colored weapons that look scary. That sounds racist to me. I don't know.
You're the only person in America who doesn't know what an assault weapon is. Obviously not. You just asked me. So there's probably two, me and you at a minimum. Oh my gosh. All right. I got more video ahead. Let me get to my last sponsor. And then uh, I want to get to these two videos. This is one of those transitions from one topic to the next. Like I told you, a couple people in radio who are doing shows and which me like, how do you transition? I'm like, I don't know. You just tell people you're going to talk about something else. Is there a fancy way to do it? I'm not really sure. Is there some radio school, Armour Cost 1, 2, and it's 30? This is how you do it. No, you just say, I'm done talking about that. And there's another topic next. It's about immigration. And you know what? You know what it features? A Milton Friedman video, which Joe already got to see because I love Milton Friedman, who really understood the basic math of immigration, Joe, and said, that doesn't make sense if we do immigration that way. Stay tuned. All right, our last sponsor today, my friends at Grove. Keeping a clean and healthy home is more important than ever these days. Big time. But sometimes it can be overwhelming to look for household products that are natural and effective. It's become kind of on a serious note, a really big issue with me. I'm not taking any chances anymore, even with cleaning stuff. Wouldn't it be nice if there was somebody you could trust to put in the work for you, saving both time and money for you? It would be. That's where Grove Collaborative comes in. Grove is the online marketplace for sustainable home essentials delivered to your doorstep. Grove Collaborative takes the guesswork at a growing green, browse the site for thousands of home, beauty, and personal care products, all guaranteed to be good for you, your family, your home, and the planet. We've used them. I don't like uh, stuff that's just not natural anymore in the house. Sorry, I just don't. So with Grove, you don't have to shop multiple stores or search endlessly online to get all the natural goods you need for you and your family. Join over 2 million households who trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Plus, shipping is fast and free on your first order. Make your home healthier this new year for a limited time. You got to get this URL right. My listeners should go to grove.co slash Bongino. Grove.co slash Bongino. Grove.co slash Bongino. And you'll get a free Miss Myers gift set plus free shipping with your first order of $30 value. But you have to use our special code. Go to grove.co slash Bongino. Get this exclusive offer. That's grove, G-R-O-V-E dot C-O slash Bongino. Grove.co slash Bongino. Check it out. Really good products. We've been using them pretty religiously in the house here. Okay, uh, moving on. So yesterday in the White House, um, a disinformation campaign. Is Microsoft going to track that too with the C3PO, C2PA, whatever it may be, P-A-R-A, uh, X-Y-Z, one, two, three? Who knows? Um, there was a big disinformation briefing at the Biden White House, not by Joe Biden because Joe Biden doesn't actually answer questions, but our new DHS secretary, one of the most clueless human beings I've ever seen give a briefing on the White House podium or elsewhere, he got up in the Brady press room and gave a briefing on immigration. But he stumbles right out of the gate trying to defend his numbers about the lack of a crisis at the border. In other words, the beginning of this, I had to leave out, but he's asked if there's a crisis at the border. And uh, Mayorkas, the new DHS secretary in Dubai, is like, there's no crisis, Joe. There's no crisis down there. And the reporter's like, well... Kind of sounds like a crisis. We got thousands of people yeah. coming to the border every day. Um, there's no way to control the flow at this point. It seems like the number's growing. We've got a number of unaccompanied children at the border. That sounds like a problem. And then she has, so he, of course, denies it. He says, no crisis at the border. And then the reporter actually gives him numbers. 
And she's like, that's really interesting because when X number of people came to the border under the Obama administration, they declared it a crisis. And now we have this number and you're saying it's not. Very strange. Watch the guy's reaction as the disinformation campaign continues. Microsoft, get all over this. Check this out. One of your predecessors, Jay Johnson, he said that a thousand illegal border crossings a day constitutes a crisis, that it overwhelms the system. We're at between three and 4,000 now, according to CBP officials. So how is this not a crisis? Um, I have explained that quite clearly. I um, uh, we are challenged at the border. The men and women of the Department of Homeland Security uh, are meeting that challenge. It is a stressful challenge, and we are. that is why, quite frankly, we are working as hard as we are, not only in addressing the urgency of the challenge, uh, but also in building the capacity to manage it and to meet our humanitarian aspirations in execution of the president's vision. I- he just reminds me of, of Billy Murphy and Brian Frost, Joe, in that debate with the gun thing, where they just talk you into it logical. And mm-hmm. you're like, huh? I asked you a simple question. The reporter asks a simple question. I think that's Kristen Fisher from Fox. She says, Obama's DHS secretary, Jay Johnson, when they had a thousand illegal entries into the United States a day, said, hey, man, that's a crisis. We now have 3,000 to 4,000. Joe, check my math. I think that's three to mm-hmm. four times. Yes. Four times. Yeah. Am I right? Okay, thank you. Just checking. I, you know, I don't want to engage in a disinformation campaign. Yeah, we're cool. And that's not a crisis now. Biden was Obama's vice president, right? Checking on that too. Yes, the fact checker comes back. That is correct. Um, weird how it was a crisis at 1,000. It's now up to three and 4,000. But no, it's not a crisis. And he engages in the, you know, in the illogic loop where they talk you into a, into a death spiral of misinformation. Of course it's a crisis. You have 4,000 people entering the country each day during a pandemic. We have, with, with no national security checks at all. Again, explain to me, please, in common sense. Comments, I know it's not so common anymore. But using standard English, not logic death holes, Explain to me how that's not a crisis again. You know, I debated Geraldo last night. We were supposed to get into immigration, but we didn't. But I wanted to ask him a simple question, which I will ask him eventually if I ever do that again. By the way, I want to thank OANN for running my speech at CPAC. Hmm. 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 Can I get a big hum out of the other room there? Hmm. Hmm. He's got a Joe. One, maybe one more mm, from you. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I ever debate Geraldo again, I just want to ask a simple question: Like, uh, how many of these people are you taking in? By the way, oh, none, 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 uh, zero. By the way, has your neighborhood been overrun by people in the country illegally? No, it's not your neighborhood. No, no, it's not yours. So you basically want to impose costs of illegal immigration on other people? while bearing none of those costs yourself. Sounds like a liberal to me. Sounds exactly like a liberal to me. By the way, I want to thank OANN for running my (laughs) (laughs) CPAC. All right, getting back to some serious content. Here is the great Milton Friedman. I'm sorry, I got to keep going back to the well because I love Milton Friedman because his timeless logic and reason never gets old. One of the great thinkers of our time since obviously past. God rest the man's heroic soul. 
But here was Milton Friedman back in the day just saying something very simple and logical about immigration that you can pick one or the other, Joe. You can either have open borders or you can have a welfare state, but you can't have both because the math really doesn't work out as the open borders welfare state. People enter the country illegally and lay claim to the productive capacity of people who are working. That math doesn't sound right. Here's the genius of Milton Friedman decades ago. Check this out. It is one thing to have free immigration to jobs. It is another thing to have free immigration to welfare. And you cannot have both. If you have a welfare state, if you have a state in which every, every resident is, is promised certain minimum level of income or a minimum level of subsistence, regardless of whether he works or not, produces it or not, well, then it really is an impossible thing. If you have free immigration in the way in which we had it before 1914, everybody benefited. The people who were here benefited. The people who came benefited. Because nobody would come unless he or his family thought he would do better here than he would elsewhere. And the new immigrants provided additional resources, provided additional possibilities for the people already here. So everybody could mutually benefit. But on the other hand, if you come under circumstances where each person is entitled to a prorated share of the pot, to take the extreme example, or even to a low level of the pot, then the effect of that situation <clears throat> is that free immigration would mean a uh, reduction of everybody to the same uniform level. Of course, I'm exaggerating. It wouldn't go quite that far, but it would go in that direction. And it is that perception that leads people to adopt what at first seem like inconsistent values. <laughs> I mean, the man's genius is timeless. Pretty simple, right? You can have a welfare state where you give away the, the, the fruits of others' labor. I'm, I'm not suggesting it's a good idea. I'm suggesting what's possible, not what's recommended. But you can have a generous welfare state the Nordic countries have done it for a long time. It doesn't necessarily lead to long-term prosperity. Matter of fact, it's the reverse of that. But you can't have a generous welfare state with an open borders policy because the simple math doesn't work. If the incentive is to come to that Nordic welfare state or the United States or whatever it may be and to not work because you're entitled to a prorated piece of the pie from everyone else's work, Eventually, the word gets out that that happens and provides an incentive for others to violate immigration law and come here and do the same thing. But again, liberals will never figure that out as they impose the costs of illegal immigration on other communities and take in no illegal immigrants themselves. None. The costs are imposed upon you. But they don't mind. Liberals are all too rich to care, and they don't live in those neighborhoods either. So it doesn't really matter. All right, good. We do have time for this. I'm going to hold this other Wall Street Journal story for tomorrow. I keep saying that. Sometimes I don't get to them, but there's two stories. I'm going to get to this HR1 story first. Tomorrow, I'll have to get to the next one. But the other story is important. Um, listen tomorrow. I will try to get to it. But the gist of this is this. You better get in the safe business really quick. No, I mean the safe. Like, you know, turn the, uh, get the, get the code for the safe kind of thing. 
spin the wheel. The safe business. What does that mean? You see what I mean? I'll get to that tomorrow. But this story is important. I got to get to it today. Folks, I need you to get on the phones. I need you to get on the emails again. I'm sorry to keep you asking, but this is not me. I'm not asking you to get on the phone with me or send stuff or donate or anything like that. I'm asking you to call your representatives right now and speak out against the disaster that is uh, H1, House Resolution 1. Wall Street Journal, please stop the HR1 disaster right now. Email, call your congressman and senator today and say, if you even consider voting for this thing, you've got no chance of getting my vote. What is it? Well, here's the article in the journal. It's up in the show notes today. Uh, Making every election like 2020. H.R. 1 mandates ballot harvesting and limits voter verification. Why would you want to do that? Because Democrats hate election integrity. That's why, obviously. What does H.R. 1 do? House Resolution 1. House Resolution 1, meaning the new Congress thought it's so important, they pushed it first. Why? Because they hate free and fair elections. That's why. Odd that Rudy Giuliani and others are being sanctioned for election integrity policies, while the biggest violation of election integrity right now is happening in the U.S. Congress with H.R. 1. Is that misinformation, too? Just asking. Here's a screenshot from the Wall Street Journal piece about what H.R. 1 does. But one, it starts with permanent pandemic rules. It would create a federal right, right, folks, to a mail ballot. No excuse necessary. Registered voters couldn't even be made to submit any form of identification as a condition of obtaining an absentee ballot, except the signature or affirmation. And just check a box. Don't even worry about ID or anything like that. State laws requiring mail votes to be notarized or signed by witnesses would be trumped. Late arriving ballots, if postmarked on time, would be valid nationwide for 10 days after Election Day. How does that sound? Election two weeks instead of Election Day from now on. Mandated nationally. No voter ID. A right, small R right, because Democrats Democrats don't believe in big R rights. By God, they believe in government, small R rights. A right to a mail-in ballot, no matter what, no voter ID, notarization or affirmation other than a quick box checker necessary. God forbid you ask for a witness too. Can't have that. Ballot harvesting. You know ballot harvesting when... Democrats and Republicans, too. It's a bad idea. It doesn't matter. The part. Democrats and Republicans can send out political activists to go collect ballots from people. Gosh, that doesn't sound right. You should probably have to drop your ballot off either in the mail or drop it off in an election uh, election booth, election location. Just, just an idea. Now, let's give it to a bunch of party activists because they won't do anything with it. You want that national? You'll have it if H.R. 1 passes. It's giving me goosebumps again. I'm not joking because I'm just, this is where we are, ladies and gentlemen. We're descending into madness at such a rapid rate that if we don't wake up the intellectually obese quickly, uh, you're going to, you will wake up in a year or two, probably less than that, and be like, what happened to the country I used to live in? Gee, I don't know. Here's part two of this Wall Street Journal piece. It goes on. You should read the whole thing. There's actually more. These are just the two lowlights from HR1. There are no highlights, obviously. Screenshot number two, HR1 would overrule state laws against ballot harvesting. God forbid you had that, a state law preventing party activists from taking and potentially manipulating your ballot. Huh, got to get rid of those laws. Letting Americans nationwide, this, let it get a little of this, Joe, designate any person to return a vote, provided that the carrier, person picking up your vote, 
doesn't receive any form of compensation based on the number of ballots. That's it. That's the only that's the only thing put in there. Also, states may not put any limit on how many voted and sealed absentee ballots any designated person can return. That means, quote, yes, paid partisan operatives could go door to door amassing thousands of votes as long as they bill by the hour. Email, call, write your elected representatives today. The do matters. The do matters. I don't care if they are diehard conservative Republicans and you know they will vote against this. Email them anyway. Email them so they know just how concerned you are. Let me just give you a quick tip. I put this in my second book, The Fight. I had a chapter about uh, super voters. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, if you vote your congressman when you call, or woman, they know you voted. They don't know who you voted for. It's a secret ballot, but they know you voted. There's an election file that shows you voted. And I have a chapter in my book about why you should vote in every single election, school board, primaries, everything. You know why? Because they know you voted. Again, they don't know who you voted for, but they know you voted. I tell my daughter this all the time. Don't think for a second when you call their office today and tell them how terrible HR1 is, that they're not looking up right away what number you're calling from to make sure you live in the district, number one. Number two, what your address is, if you're willing to give it to make sure you can vote for them. And number three, they're probably checking out how often you vote too. And if you vote in every primary and every election, I'm telling you right now what you say matters. If you're not a super voter, you better become one today because your voice is worth the voice of thousands of people who never vote because when they call the office and the congressman finds out you don't vote and don't even live in the district, they go, click. Thank you. Have a nice day. I like to give you things to work with because it matters. By the way, quick shout out. We used the Retracto theme song yesterday. Thanks to our friends at Project Veritas. That is a song by Gary Stephen Eaton. The Ret- I will not sing it again because I will do it no justice, but we love our Retracto alpaca. This is kind of like, this is my... I mean, of all the things I've accumulated over the years, this is a prize for me. You don't understand. I've always wanted one of these. I may need a backup because I may have to give this away to a reporter one day. If I can do that, I need permission from the Project Veritas guys, though. I don't want to bogart your Retracto Alpaca. But Gary Stephen Eaton, what a song. The Retracto Alpaca theme song. Much love from the Dan Bongino Show. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Two quick requests in addition to all the other stuff today. Please subscribe to my video show. Rumble.com slash Bongino helps us bypass the YouTube uh, speech censors. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Subscribing is free. It just requires you to click the button. Simple as that. Rumble.com slash Bongino. And please make BonginoReport.com your home for morning news. It is your conservative alternative to the now all the way left Drudge Report. Check it out. Thanks for tuning in. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.